It is a gloomy, disgusting Monday evening here in New York City, the home of Spider-Man. I am here with... Uh, let me start this over from the top. <laughs> Good thing we're not alive. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It is a gloomy, disgusting Monday evening here in New York City, the home of Spider-Man. I am joined by the amazing, spectacular, the ultimate, Cade Onda. Cade, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. It's, it's a uh, pretty sunny day here in Iowa, so okay. no, no gloominess here. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, well, we are going to be reviewing the final two episodes of the uh, 90s Spider-Man animated show, um, Shriek of the Vulture, and The Final Nightmare, because this is the end of the Neogenic Nightmare chapters. Um, so we'll we'll review these two episodes and then give a quick kind of overview of the season. Um, so let's, let's jump right in. Um, so this episode takes place immediately after kind of the last two episodes which are not the Bla the morbius ones which disney plus that their order of episodes would have you believe but it is yeah. in fact coming off of the neogenic nightmare stuff and where we open with the board of tombs aerodynamic which is adrian tombs's business venture they're also the ones that are providing the the neo the grant for the neogenic research um <clears throat> and I'm a little confused by this because I'm like, wait, you're aerodynamics, but you're giving away a grant to neogenics <laughs> research? Like, how does this tie into anything you do as a business? Science, it's all lumped right. together, right? It's just like if Boeing was like, hey, we're going to like give a grant <laughs> to cancer research. Like, what? <laughs> sure. I mean... Uh, but we, we we've got Norman Osborn on the board. He's trying to convince... He's trying to convince the board to... Uh, create a coup in which he can purchase Tombs Aerodynamics, help run it, and you know absorb it into Oscorp. Which to me, Cade, screams of illegal something. Surely that can't be a thing you can do. You can't be the no. C you can't be the CEO of one company on a board and then conv and then do a hostile takeover to absorb that. No, other yeah, it's uh, it's pretty sketchy. Um, it's at the very least sketchy. <laughs> yeah, do you remember that shit that happened with like Vivendi and Ubisoft and how much of a nightmare that was for the longest right, time? Right. Uh, but at least that was like a little bit more subtle. Like, yeah. Because it was slowly, well, Vivendi was slowly buying shares until they had like a majority partnership. Yeah. But Osborne is just trying to hear, trying to like screaming at the other members of the board, like, give me this business. <clears throat> Which, you know, anyway, you know. That I would know. raise some red flags. I, I don't uh... know. I, capitalism and 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 <laughs> corporations in America get away with shady shit all the time. So maybe this is totally above board. But to me, I was like, this seems really fucking. I uh, I just watched Dark Knight Rises with my girlfriend last night. Mm. It was her first time watching it, and I was. There's a little I, bit I of like that, that in that one. story. There is, and it's like. Ben Mendelsohn's in that. He takes. Yeah, Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to like, take over the company so he can like help Bane. There's a lot going on there. There's a I was, lot like, going I'm surprised on. I understood this the first time I watched it because there's like a lot of like people just trading in their shares and shit. <laughs> right. All for like a nuclear reactor. I'm like, 
this is fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what a bananas film. I haven't seen it. I haven't really seen it, I think, since it came it's out. It's really I'm good. To give it a I really like it. Um, well, Batman in review coming next. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, sure. So, so Tombs is like, is like, give, give me the ball, give me, give me the company. The the CEO can't even. He's too old and too frail to even show up in person. And they reveal that Tombs, Adrian Tombs, is now uh, on the phone over speakerphone, and we're at his apartment, and um, where he's just, I guess, yeah, he's just, he's just dialing in, and. Osborne is like, fuck you. Your research isn't going anywhere. You're investing in like an anti-grav suit. You're investing in de-aging technology. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, that's valid. That's a valid claim. Like, again, this guy runs a aerodynamics business and he's looking into anti-aging technology. What the fuck? I'd be like, let this is let's divest our interest here. But surprise, surprise, it turns out Adrian Toomes has got it to work thanks to a little thing called the Tablet of Time, one of our favorite mcguffins in all of spider-man right Cade? oh yeah love it can't get enough of that tablet (laughs) it makes me i'm just i'm so glad that it's better used here i I guess it was just a setup for for this stuff Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) which is it's all right i guess in the long run yeah i mean i'm glad I, I guess I'm glad. I mean, if they had never explained how Vulture like got his de-aging technology to work, I wouldn't have asked. I would have been just like, "Yeah, he got it to work, whatever." But yeah, you know, yeah, it was set up. It was set up for this, and I, I do think that the overall framework of like the neogenics and Spidey's mutation and how it all comes to a head works for the most part for me. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, we're we, we're getting putting the cart caught ahead of the horse on that one yeah uh, we'll get we'll get something <laughs> so he he puts on the suit and he's like ah osborne i'll get you and he starts flying around and spidey's like swinging around too and he just happens to be in the same park and the vulture swoops in and grabs this uh kid on a um on a ro- rollerblades and like sucks the energy out of him and the kid becomes old and adrian tombs aka the vulture is now young and Spidey like swings in and tries to face off, but now obviously you know he's like, "Who are you?" He, at first he thinks it's the Hobgoblin because he, he's flying around, and the Vulture like basically just uses his wings to like slice down trees to stop Spidey. Um, mm-hmm. But as he flies away, the energy starts to leave him and return to the kid, turning the kid back into his normal his normal self. And uh, and uh, Tombs is like, oh, I need the energy of a fully a full, a full adult. That's what I need to suck off uh, in order to. Oh, oh. what <laughs> did he, you just say? <laughs> he needs to suck the juice out of a fully a fully formed adult in order to have an even longer amount of time, and then he's going to go attack Osborne. And my whole thing was like, well, why don't you just suck Osborne's energy? <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that it, suck his energy, happen. then then drop him from the ceiling. Like, why why are you adding a step to this process? Because we have twenty minutes left in the episode, and we have to stretch <laughs> it out. So he's he goes to he flies to Oscorp, and he finds a security guard, and he sucks the energy out of the security guard, and then he goes after Osborne and kind of starts chasing him down. Meanwhile, there is the Tombs Grant. Uh, ceremony is finally happening. Uh, obviously, during this whole season, there 
that they, uh, Dr. Kirk Connors and ESU has been hoping to get this Tombs grant to continue the neogenic research. And with everything going on with the man spider with Morbius, uh, they've been concerned that they won't receive the grant, but lo and behold, they do. And at first I was like, huh, that's really weird. Cause I would be like, no, don't give the grant to this research that's caused so many issues. But you find out later Tombs purposefully chose them for the grant because he believes that the neogenic research would help him with um, his own energy sucking at time sucking <laughs> research. So I was like, okay, cool. That makes sense. I get it. Um, Deborah, he, cho- uh, Dr. Kirk Connors chooses Deborah Whitman as his partner, his lab partner. And, you know, basically she turns to Peter and she's like, sucks to suck. And Flash is there and he's like, sucks to suck. And Peter's like, oh, rats. I missed out on that opportunity. Um, at this point, Felicia Hardy comes up to the group and says to Flash, Oh, can you drive me home? I'm feeling a, I'm feeling a little under the weather because she's still obviously struggling from um, the loss of Michael Morbius, and this whole night is just kind of reminding her of that. So, Flash goes to drive her off, leaving Deborah behind, and obviously De- De- F- uh, Peter calls it out. But Flash, a total fucking idiot here. Like, yes. When is he not though? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's it's. <laughs> I can't fault. The writing you know it's in his character to to be uh to be the idiot um but like yeah clearly deborah is upset that he's left and and peter can see it in her face like oh she 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 likes she likes him um mm-hmm. and then we get like a weird flashback where the audience is reminded that peter has screwed up his own relationship with mary jane and pushed her into the arms of harry when he went to comfort felicia with the whole michael morbius situation and this happens, like, through, I guess, because maybe these episodes of the season finale, like, we get a couple of flashbacks to prior events. And I'm like, dudes, I don't need you to flash back to something that happened three episodes ago. Like, I remember <laughs> I this. do. Oh, okay. Well, okay, so maybe it's there for you, Cade. Um, I, after the fucking tablet time shit, I'm like, I don't. Your brain's been reset, right? Yeah. <laughs> but... So obviously Peter's still hung up on losing losing out on Mary Jane. Meanwhile, uh, Norman Osborn is running through. Uh, I guess this he's at Tombs Aerodynamics and he's running through. There he comes into a showroom where they have all these like old planes and stuff, much like the like the if you've been to the Aeronautics Museum in DC, like you know, planes suspended by cabling everywhere. Oh, right, yeah. Um, I guess that's what this is kind of, you know, an homage to. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Tombs grabs uh, Norman Osborn and is about to drop him from drop him from the, the ceiling. Um, and as he does so, Spidey swings in and saves, saves him, hangs him from upside down from one of the planes because... Obviously, they've got beef. Peter, Peter's like, ah, I'm gonna save you, but I'm not gonna like do a good job. <laughs> I'm gonna leave you hanging upside down yeah. from this plane. I mean, he's got he's got important shit to do. Right? Yeah, he does like try and take down the vulture, but vulture using those <laughs> wings, slicing and dicing those wires, and the play the you know causing the planes to tumble, and he he breaks free, um, and. 
Peter's like, oh, maybe I can snap a picture of him to try and figure out what, uh, who he is. And after he takes the photo, we cut back to Peter's apartment and he's got the picture and he uses the classic TV detective uh, trope of using computer enhancement <laughs> to scan the photo, <laughs> enhance the photo. Enhance. He literally says enhance. And uh, he scans the photo, enhances the photo, and then uses like a visual database of people that the Daily Bugle has to, mm-hmm. like, yeah, to to cross reference this photo. And he's doing all this from his apartment. You got to remember, this is the early nineties. So mm-hmm. not only does somehow the Bugle have a comprehensive database <laughs> of that you can just also do an image search with, which is like you didn't have that in the nineties. He's also mm. running it from his apartment. So he's over he's gotta have a pretty strong internet connection to search a data like this whole this was the most egregious thing for me in this episode with this <laughs> him like he's like, Oh yeah, let me just cross reference the bugle database. I'm like, you wouldn't be able to do that. No, and that's just usually there's. Well, I was gonna say not public. He works for the Daily Bugle. What am I talking about? <laughs> and that, but that is the other question. Like this guy, a huge philanthropist. Obviously, Peter like is in tune with the science world. Like, yeah, surely Peter knows who this guy is. But yeah, whatever. Uh, so Deborah is at the tombs uh, facility doing her research with Doctor Kirk Connors. Kirk Connors isn't there, but Flash Thompson is. They're flirting back and forth. And then I forget this guy's name, but it's it's Adrian Toombs as a young man, and he's posing as Toombs' assistant. Mm-hmm. And he flirts a little bit with Deborah, and then uh and then he like you know, shuns Flash or whatever mm-hmm. and and leaves. And then Peter comes in because he's like, okay, let me go check out. The, you know the tombs the the tombs aerodynamics building if if this is adrian tombs that's that's doing all this and talks to deborah and he's like anything weird going on and both her and flash are like yo you're just jealous you're just you know you 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 want you wanted this lab job and now and you want what you can't have <laughs> so mm-hmm. peter's like okay fuck this fuck you guys i'm just trying to help you out here um so Flash and oh Deborah kicks both Flash and Peter out, which I thought was weird to force Peter and Flash to have some alone time for Peter to force. Um, oh, I guess because maybe Flash was jealous of her little interaction with the the young yeah. Adrian yeah, James. The... Yeah, 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 whatever his name was. So she kicks both of them it's out. Like Arthur or something. Right? Yeah, I think Arthur Arthur Avis. I think actually was, yes. was his name. Yeah. So she kicks both of them out and they have a walk and he's like, yo, what the fuck? And like, Peter's like, hey, man, she's she likes you. And she did that. She, she's doing all of this to make you jealous, <laughs> which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, yep, totally, totally true. That's that's some, sometimes how women like to work. And um, <laughs> and so Flash is like, OK, fuck. Uh, OK, I'll uh, I'll keep that in mind. And next next time I'll make my my feelings known, because obviously Flash 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 likes her back, whether he knows it or not. Mm-hmm. 
Then we have Dr. Kirk Connors go visit tombs at his apartment, which I guess like this is all the same location. Like his, he lives in the building he works in. It all yeah. just seems like all of these locations are all happening at the same place uh, in this uh, show. Yeah, it, every there's not a whole. It's it's New York, right? So there's not a lot of variety. Right. Yeah. There's not a lot of space for stuff. He's like, I'll just have yeah. my apartment at the top of my business. Absolutely. Exactly. I'm a hardworking man. Like I'm working twenty four seven. So Adrian Toomes, uh, Doc Connors is there, and Adrian Toomes puts a little neural something on his head, like a little disc that basically just like turns him into a zombie, just, like, stands there. And Adrian shows off his suit to a essentially vegetable, Dr. Kirk Connors. Mm. And he puts on the gauntlets, and he's like, yeah, I basically converted the tablet of time into these. Don't know how he did that. That's not very well explained, but he did it. Uh, again, flashback to last episode when Hammerhead sells him the tablet of time, just to make it clear this is the person that bought the tablet of time. And uh, yeah, it's not Professor X like I thought. Yeah, it is not. That would have been a twist. That would have been a twist. <laughs> and then the vulture uh, sucks Dr. Kirk Connors uh, and takes his youth. And he decides that he's going to go now attack Harry Osborn to get to Norman Osborn. So for some reason, he thinks this is going to be an easier gig. Harry is at a. I guess Shakespearean play, some form of high, high, uh, fan, not high fantasy, but um, like ye olde play that Mary yeah. Jane period play that Mary Jane is in. But Peter's been invited too, and so he's also there, and he's confused as to as to why she'd invite him and Harry. Um, and he meets a backstage where she confesses that she got a note from her dad. And that her dad wants to meet her and that she wants him to be there. And her reasoning for this is because Peter has lost both of his parents and his uncle. And therefore, he is such a miserable piece of shit that he will understand what Mary Jane is going through. And I was like, wow, way to like it felt I, I get why she did it, but I just feel like she could have went about it like a little bit more tactfully than she did. Um, Cause she's just like, you've lost everyone in your life. <laughs> and my dad just walked out on me when I was a kid. So that's the same thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, something I'll note really quickly right now mm -hmm. is that uh, I talked to him on Twitter this weekend and they said they had the story treatment for Spider-Man four and I was like, there's no way. And so I just read it because it was like five pages, which is usually how the things go. They're usually an outline of what they want the script to be. And I read it. And the, this is confirmed that Spider-Man 4 is going to have Vulture in the movie. And uh, Vultress. <laughs> and Vultress, which where the fuck that is. Yep. And um, so I was reading that and it said that... Uh, Mary Jane wants Peter to meet her father because they've never met in those movies. He's not really that present. He is in like one of the first scenes of the first movie, right? If I remember correctly. Yes, he like he comes is. out of the house to he calls yell at her. trash or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I guess you can kind of just like brush that under the rug. So the the way the treatment described it is he Peter goes to meet her father and it's Adrian Toomes 
And so I'm like, did they just, I, I was no bracing way. myself this episode for them to be like, all right. Do you believe that Adrian, treatment's real? No, not at all. It's terrible. Um, okay. <laughs> it's, it is, it is really bad. Um, it's, it's, there's no way it's real. Um, there's all this stuff in it that's just like that wasn't in any of like the concept art that leaked or anything mm, like that. So okay. this isn't real. Um, but like I thought for whatever reason, I was like, are they doing that in this episode? Is that where this came from? So like I was just really confused. Obviously, that's not what happens, but um, that's where I thought it was going. Interesting. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, I remember kind of where this story leads, so I did not have that. <laughs> uh thought in my head but man I, i'm i'm curious as to read that treatment um mm. that that would be wild although to be fair they did retcon the death of uncle ben in those movies so it wouldn't be too outlandish to be like no adrian tombs is her real father anyway i digress um so so peter's like cool yeah i'll totally do it that sounds good to me so he goes and takes the seat in the audience the play goes on vulture swoops and grabs uh harry osborne um doesn't suck him um just just flies around with him for a bit plans to drop him but of course peter dressed as spider-man comes in stops him and the vulture only has another five minutes of youth left uh for, so i guess i don't know who's Oh, from it's Doctor Connor's youth. That's what. That's what. Yeah, he he's working with right now. Um, and as Spidey chases the Vulture off, Mary Jane and Harry embrace, and ha you know, Mary Jane exclaims, "Oh, I was so worried about you, Harry." Oh, that's the other thing. Right at the end of their little interaction, Ma Mary Jane's also like, "I asked you not only because." you know your you and your father you you and your your history with your parents and, and uncle ben but sounds like things aren't so great in paradise over between mary jane and harry so peter thinks he might have a chance here but then obviously this this moment kind of brings harry and mary jane closer together a little bit um so peter's like shit SOL, Peter, you're always going to be the bridesmaid, never the bride. And back at to back at the tomb's research facility, Deborah views the vulture fly back to his apartment at the top of the compound. So yeah, it is all in the same building. And she's like, oh shit, that's that sneaky stuff that Peter was mentioning and he wasn't lying about. So uh, she calls Peter's house phone, I guess. Yeah. And she's like, Oh my god, there's something flying around over at Tombs' apartment. And as she explains this to him, the vulture comes in, sucks her energy, steals her life force. Peter's like, fuck. He gets the message, I guess, because it went to answering machine. He's like, fuck, I've got to get over there. He swings over there. He sees a shadowy figure, which clearly flashed with some flowers. Like, clearly flashed with flowers. And Peter webs him up and uh, swings down and flashes like... It's me, Flash, with flowers for Deb. And he's like, okay, well, I'm a little concerned. Deb, you know, I'm, I'm worried about Deb. I forget how he justifies knowing anything, but whatever. And Flash is like, cool, like, let's team up. And Peter's like, no, go home, dude. Like, I'll take care of it. And Flash is like, oh, fine. 
and Spidey tries to get to the top of Toomes' apartment. There's these lasers that are bouncing, shooting, bouncing shit off the walls. Uh, they bounce uh, off, and Peter, using his his smarts here, he he discerns the angle at which he needs to be stuck on the wall in order to have the lights reflect back at the laser, like the cannon or whatever that's firing them. And I'm like, holy shit, dude, that's some amazing quick math that you just did there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not even just, like, you know, like pool players who know where to hit the ball and like the angle yeah. and speed. It's happening <laughs> in three dimensions. Much. Like, yeah, it's... exactly. <laughs> I was like, dude, you are failed geometry. Uh, I know how <laughs> You'd difficult be that is. Right. right yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. He. He. This is like some Reed Richards intellect. Like Peter Parker <laughs> is not a, a mental slouch. He, he no, really knows uh... this stuff. So he blasts the. Uh, well, the laser, I guess, blasts itself. He goes, he starts climbing up through, like, pipes and shit, I guess, or, like, the elevator shaft. Um, and he finds Dr. Kurt Connors. Uh, Flash also did not listen to De uh, Peter's advice. He doubled back to go find Deborah. He finds her. She's old. She's not looking great. And um, she's like, oh, Flash, my life. He stole my life. Uh, at which point the energy reverts back to her. So obviously the vultures, the vultures' uh, abilities have diminished. But he comes in because now he's like, okay, well now I've got this like jock, this like early twenties like athlete. I'm gonna suck suck him. And so he starts pulling the energy from Flash. Peter comes in, uh, and then they end up uh, well as Spider Man, and then they end up tussling. They end up back. In the whole plane display area, they fight. And um, this is really weird to me. So he knew, he uses a brain neutralizer on Peter and then flies away. And then Flash comes in and takes the neutralizer off. And Peter chases after the vulture. And then the vulture gets the better of him and takes his, steals his energy, making the vulture young. And Peter is left to be old and obviously the vulture's like oh my god like spider-man's power like this is amazing i feel amazing and so that's how this episode ends and i'm just very confused because i'm like why didn't you why didn't you take his energy earlier you know yeah hmm. <laughs> i remember i remember it being i thought it was like a morbius thing where he needed to have skin contact but he yeah, just does it he, through he, the suit through the costume yeah um yeah that's a good point i don't know maybe he's just like fucking i, I don't want to hurt spider-man no that's not know. what it is this guy this guy's a maniac <laughs> this guy's stealing right. people like doesn't I, give a I shit yeah because yeah, not only during the fight does he not just take the energy at because there's no cool down on this thing you know like there's he, he can just take energy at any point um I guess mm -hmm. like he needs to be old to do it because he he doesn't just keep pulling energy as a young person like he has to revert back to his old form. But mm -hmm. even still, they're fighting, and then he uses the neutralizer, and like Peter's basically just a zombie, like lying there. And instead of taking his energy, he flies away. And it's only when Peter chases after him that he finally does it. And yeah, I'm just like, why didn't you just do this from the beginning, like? 
I guess maybe it's his old mind and he's like missed a step or whatever. Again, pointing to the fact that maybe Norman was right and this guy can't run a business anymore. Because, yeah, he didn't he didn't just steal the energy from Norman in the beginning of the episode. And at no point does he steal Spider-Man, someone who has incredible, amazing strength. Clearly, you know, you want his energy. Um, and it isn't until like the last moments where he's like, OK, cool, got your energy. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's a kid show. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just convenience. We've talked about this yep. before, right? Convenience, <laughs> convenience. It had to happen at the end of the episode for the cliffhanger. Uh, but speaking of which, had well, you know what? Let's talk the, about these episodes as a as a bulk because I just feel like that makes the most sense. They just kind of immediately run one into the next. Um, unless you have any thoughts that you want to say now, or because I actually feel like no, the second episode really. is weaker. But anyway. Oh really? I okay. Yeah, we can get into. Well, that. we'll get into it after afterwards. So the the episode opens with, um, the episode opens with the vulture like flying around with his new his new youth. Oh, that's the other thing. He set off a self destruct sequence for some fucking reason at the tomb site. So it just is slowly like exploding, and that's happening in the background. Um, yeah, very strange. So he's flying around and he's like, oh, I feel amazing. And he pulls the the mask off of Peter. And uh, Peter is obviously now old. Looking great, though, I will say. He's gonna, Peter's going to look great in his old age. Um, yeah, he's actually a pretty uh, handsome fucker. <laughs> he is a handsome fucker, <laughs> even, you know, an old silver fox. So he carries Peter. Cool voice, too. Oh, yeah. The voice. Uh, I liked how they did the voice, which also confirmed that when he's swinging around, it is an inner monologue because it's his youthful voice that they use when he's swinging around. Um, and so I was like, oh, he's not talking to himself. It's his thoughts and his brain, which I guess I should have just known from the beginning. But yeah, anyway. So the vulture carries his body, his old corpse, uh, or not corpse, his old body above the flames of the wreckage and pretends to drop it in he's falling but the vulture swoops down and catches him he's like no i'm not gonna fucking kill you like once this wears off and you turn youthful again i'm i need to take your energy uh and i'm just gonna keep doing that again and again and again and this Cade was honestly very unsettling to me as a child these episodes him stealing the energy like it really weirded me out Uh, like i felt it made me feel uncomfortable i was quite scared not in like a terrified way, but like I was just, it just was unsettling. I don't know if you remember feeling like that at all watching these back in the day, but I have very vivid memories of being kind of disturbed by the vulture as a character. I don't know if I even watched these episodes. I, I should be totally clear. I don't know if I actually mentioned this. I have not seen every episode of the show. Some of these episodes have been new to me. Uh, okay. I watched a lot of them and maybe I have seen every episode, but you know, I was so young that like, mm-hmm everything just went through me so no i mean like there is some stuff that i feel like would have bothered me for sure mm-hmm. um but yeah okay well um anyway so he's 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 planning on uh just using peter to uh use his energy um to you know just keep doing this right but another explosion goes off again. A convenient explosion goes off, raining like little meteors <laughs> down on the vulture. 
and Peter uses this time to escape. He just basically ducks over the side. The vulture flies away because he's like, oh, no, he must have he must have gotten away. And I'm like, dude, he definitely just like dipped down the side a little bit. Um, I digress. We we mm-hmm. find we find Peter like, yeah, crawling down the side. But his powers are very in and out, uh, kind of like at the beginning of the season. So he uh, he falls and um, falls into a, a big dumpster. He he walks away and he sees his reflection and sees that yeah he's really old, and yeah the costume is also like kind of hanging off of him uncomfortably because he's lost some muscle mass so it's it's all very unsettling I feel, and then plot <laughs> twist Cade we cut to a newsstand and the scorpion is there because <laughs> the scorpion's in this fucking episode too, and he's walking around he grabs a newspaper and he's like oh I I would love to be a normal human he sees all these New Yorkers walking around, tries to steal the paper ends up uh, destroying the. Uh, the 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 salesman tries to stop him and scorpion destroys the newsstand in the process um we cut to old spidey swinging around and yeah he's he falls he's he's not great at his job right now and as he falls he comes across these muggers who are trying to steal this old lady's purse and he tries to stop the crime but his web misses and the the burglars, the robbers are like, what? what's up? His voice sounds weird. He's not he's not shooting his webs right. What's going on? And they're like, let's not stick around to find out. Let's get out of here. And he saves the old lady, gives her back a purse and says, you know, here, here you go, ma'am. And she's like, I had no idea you're a senior citizen. And then he has this funny line that's like, oh, the job is like, it takes years off your life or something like that. Um. Still got the jokes, even in his old age. I, I would, yeah, I would love to. I would love to was still like, be. Kind of, kind of grim, but I was like, yeah. sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, there's that parky humor for sure. So he returns the purse. He also, he also steals one of the robbers' like overcoats. Again, we got the classic. This is a classic '90s Spidey move. Just cover your costume in a giant overcoat. Doesn't matter that your neck thing is peeking out or that you're wearing a Spider-Man glove still. Like, no one's going to recognize who you are or what you're wearing underneath in a long trench coat, as we've learned. No one knows if you're a scorpion and got a giant scorpion tail under there. No one knows if you've got octopus tentacles. And no one knows if you've got fucking Spider-Man pajamas under mm-hmm. one of these long trench coats. He's got the ultimate cloak of invisibility right now. Um, so he uh, gets a... Um, the, like the bus pulls up and is like, "Oh, don't worry. If you forgot your senior citizen's card, like, I'll take you home." It's like, "Oh, that's an, that's a nice bus driver." Then we've got Osborne's helicopter just flying around for no fucking reason. Osborne's in it, and the vulture shows up. Um, he grabs Norman Osborne. Um, but as he grabs him, he starts to experience the same mutation and he starts turning into the man spider so stealing peter's energy means that he's also stolen peter's mutation um so he starts like bursting at the seams and yeah becoming the man spider which uh cool cool that they brought this back and yeah like i said how they tie all of this in and and kind of wrap this up i think for the most part really works for me and uh peter calls Kurt Connors and is like, hey, so 
I have had my life energy stolen from me, and I'm old. I need you to help fix me. And Connors is like, okay, come around by my lab later, and we'll we'll see what we can do. Then we cut to Stillwell, who is the doctor that turned the Scorpion, turned Matt Gargan into the Scorpion. He is now in a psych ward, and he went crazy, I guess, after everything that happened with the Scorpion. He suffers nightmares. He feels like he's haunted by the Scorpion. He thinks the Scorpion's after him, all of this, all mm-hmm. this jazz. Which, fine, I guess. Like, they never really made mention of that. We haven't seen him since the Scorpion episode, and there was no seemingly psychosis happening to him. But, yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. He's in a psych ward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, this is very sudden. I I was not expecting Scorpion and stuff to come into play. Yeah. and that's and that that really that, and that that's the kind of my issue with this episode is like there's a lot crammed in here. There's a lot crammed in, crammed in, and a lot of things happen towards the end. Um, and so yeah, him being in a psych ward, it's whatever. Uh, yeah. So he's haunted by the scorpion, and uh, the scorp, but the scorpion actually does bust in, and is like, hey, I I'm. I need you to turn me back into, you know, I'm your responsibility. You got to make me better. So he breaks out of the psych ward with Stillwell uh, and takes him to uh, Doc Connor's lab, uh, where the vulture has confronted Connor's and been like, "Hey, I'm I'm mutating." And Doctor Connor's is like, "When you sucked Peter, you know, Spider Man's energy, you you took his mutated DNA as well." The, what we've got to do is we've got to uh, put the mutated DNA back into Spider-Man. At which point, fucking Scorpion shows up with Harley's, uh, th- with Stillwell, and uh, is like, hey, I need you to, the two of you to work together to turn me back into, into normal. And at which point the Vulture and Scorpion get into a fight, get into a tussle, and some of the scorpion's acid like falls on the on the computers and still was like are you crazy like you can't destroy this stuff if you want to turn back into you know a good you know into into a normal person also we get a shot of like some construction equipment like about to fall on on dr connor's and there's a shot of him like raising his arm and it's turning into the lizard and i don't understand because it's like it cuts yeah, to commercial. Yeah, it can do it at will. But it's not at will. I understand that, like, maybe it's, like, a pressure situation, like, in times sure. of stress. But, it no- yeah. but, like, when we next see Connors, he's normal. Like, he's not the lizard. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to remember. Because I remember I see, see his hands at, like, his side, and then you see it, like, touch his, head, his face. That's later. All right. of that stuff okay. is way later. Like, before any of that happens, like... We cut to commercial with the beam falling on Connors, and then when we cut back from commercial, um, oh, I guess, hang on, let's see, let's see, because this was really weird. Oh, the scorpion saves him. Okay, this is what happens. The scorpion saves him, knocks him to the side, and then Connors looks at his hand, and it slowly regenerates back into being human. So yeah, it's some kind of high-pressure situation if... He's stressed out, kind of like the Hulk. When he gets angry, he turns into the lizard. Um, so that—that's I must have missed that. For, I must have turned because it happened so quickly. I must have turned away for two for two seconds and been like, "Wait, mm-hmm. wasn't he in the middle of transforming into the lizard?" 
anyway, Vulture. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you're, but, you're right. I, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, it's. I was trying to think about it. Yeah, it's. I don't know. This show's weirdly structured a lot. <laughs> yeah, and like makes like yeah, he turns into the lizard later, so we don't need this moment to happen, but it does anyway. Anyway, Vulture and Scorpion decide they're gonna team up. Vulture's like, "Hey, if you," he's like. I, I'm like really fucked up right now because of this mutation. If you can try and secure Spider-Man and all of this stuff, like, you know, like, let's work together. Let me help you. That kind of thing. Um, then we cut to, and then Vulture's like, okay, Dr. Kirk Connors, tell us where Spider-Man is. And Connors like, he's on his way. So, you, you know, just chill out, hang out in the lobby, grab yourself a coffee. Like Peter will be, you know, Spider-Man will be here in, in mom- momentarily. We cut to Queens, where Peter, as an old man, is going to leave a note on Mary Jane's doorstep, because at this point he thinks he's not turning back to normal, and he's like, well, I can't like go do the thing with her dad that she wanted me to do. So he goes to leave a note, but Mary Jane opens the door, and she mistakes old Peter for her dad. And Peter's like, fuck, he just decides to book it, uh, instead of like maybe sitting there and explaining coming up with at least some kind of lie like oh i used to live in this house or something you know that's just off the top of my noggin gate that that thought right there where you know oh oh this is i used to live here back in the 60s or whatever that great explanation for who you are and you know he's like oh i was just passing through the neighborhood or whatever (laughs) instead of turning running away (laughs) it's super scary and i don't even know she she kind of I don't know if she yells, are you my dad or something? But yeah, she I don't know does that. It yeah. totally registers to him because yeah. he kind of just walks away and says, oh, I'm ruining Mary Jane's life. I don't know if he registers completely what just happened. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, dude, that was the fucking weirdest shit you could have done. <laughs> I like know. Old man, even if, he, if, even if it wasn't like our dad situation, it was just like old man comes to your door and you run Stop away. screaming and then runs. Yeah. Yeah. That's like how you get the cops called on you. And, she, and she's like, yeah, she's like, don't leave me again, dad. And I'm like, oh, Mary Jane, this it's sucks so for you. Like, like Peter, like you fucking really fucked this moment up, dude. Oh, man. Quite tragic. Anyway. So, um, he runs away and he's like, fuck, I fucked that up. And he almost gets hit by a bus because obviously he's, he's just losing his powers left and right. So his spider sense kind of just doesn't exist anymore. And so he fortunately jumps out of the way just in time and is found on the side of the road by Aunt May, who is like, come in for a cup of coffee. And I'm like, Aunt May, now is not the time to try and fuck your old son. <laughs> old nephew (laughs) but they hang out and she gives him some words of wisdom about what it's like to be old and and then she gives him peter's hoodie which i guess just matches or sweatshirt which just matches the color of his shirt she's like this is my son's uh hoodie in fact what you're wearing looks suspiciously like the outfit he wears every day <laughs> you know like, he's not wearing that weird polo shirt shirt he was wearing in, the, in the season one she'd be like oh my god my son is right she'd <laughs> like oh my god um so she put she gives him the old hoodie the hoodie and i guess he's like wearing a because like i'm so i'm looking at a still of this right she goes in to get the hoodie which is the exact same color as the top he's already wearing and now I'm looking at the top that he's wearing, and it's got rolled up sleeves. So I'm like, he's just wearing that hoodie. What is going on here? What kind of layering situation is happening here? 
where he's got like this long shirt that's this like vibrant pink, and then she gives him a, a hoodie that's the same fucking color. It's just bizarre. It's it just like just bizarre stuff. Yeah. Um. So he turns back into Spidey. He goes to Doctor Kurt Connor's lab and shows up. At which point the Scorpion shows up and is like, "Okay, got you now." And uh, Peter's like, "Oh, you betrayed me." And Doctor Kirk Connor's like, "Dude, I didn't have a fucking choice. These two guys strong armed me." Doctor Kirk Connor starts to tinker with the Vulture's gauntlets, and it's like, "Cool, now you can go put the mutated energy back into uh, into Spider Man." Uh, and and the Vulture doesn't question this whatsoever. He thinks, "Yep, this is going to work out in my favor." Totally, he goes to do the thing, but. Dr. Kirk Connors has tricked the Vulture. He's put the youth and all the energy back into Peter, but the mutated DNA remains in the Vulture's uh, system. So he is, like, changing into the the man spider still. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, the the fucking man spider stuff with Vulture um, did not see that coming. Mm. okay cool i should definitely say that like i (laughs) i i I was just thinking about that like the that's that's a cool twist to me like yeah it's weird but it's like it's pretty cool i was like oh shit so he's now man spider and like how that all ties in together and solving this whole problem i'm like i was like thinking about like when are they gonna wrap this up how are they gonna wrap this up sorry (laughs) um the uh the issue was super convoluted and I, I was so confused as to how they would ever get to the end of this mm-hmm. and they kind of did it in a really interesting way so oh absolutely no and i agree like i think that it's actually a really strong like that is a really strong resolution to that um especially with how you know um how kind of selfish tombs is like it's such a deserved yeah. fitting end for him to turn into this monster um and uh spoiler alert the vulture never shows up again in the show like he's oh, just really? yeah, like that is never resolved. He's just this flying oh, man shit. spider. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I wonder if they had plans for more, and they just never were able to get to. Potentially, it. That seems like a pretty big thing to just leave. It's a pretty bleak ending for that character. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Spidey starts fighting the Scorpion. Stillwell tries to turn on all the knobs and levers to make the neogenic stuff explode. He's like, cool. Fix Spider-Man, let's fucking blow this shit up, because this shit has been nothing but trouble. Um, so he tries to he, he tries to stop him. The stress causes Connors to turn into the lizard, so now Peter's got to fight the lizard and the scorpion. He devises a situation in which they headbutt each other, knocking them down. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, shit's just starting exploding left and right. Vultures the man-spider, and th- th- this for me is like where I'm just like, there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Like, maybe we didn't need, like, the scorpion to be here. I don't know. Whatever. Like, it's just mm-hmm. it just all, like, there's just a lot fucking happening at the end. Mm-hmm. Everyone tries to escape. The lizard get bla- gets blasted by the neogenic beam as it's going crazy, just, like, blasting all these things, causing explosions to happen, turning him back into Dr. Kirk Connors. So, I guess, I don't know. I guess I guess this thing only temporarily works to, you know, turn him back into, into the lizard. Mm-hmm. Um... And Peter saves Connors, and Connors is like, fuck, like, you've been fixed, but 
I still have my mutation with the lizard. Stillwell walks out of the smoke, which I thought was an interesting choice. Uh, <laughs> he just walks from the wreckage and fire like he's a fucking nothing's wrong with him whatsoever. And he's like, well, my research up in my head. I'm not fucking dealing with this shit anymore. Peace out. You can try and recreate my work if you want, but I'm not helping you. You'll never fucking see me again. And he just walks off into the night. And Kurt Connors is like, well, whatever. I guess nothing I can do. <laughs> and then we cut to the Scorpion, who's like, fuck, my shit's fucked now. I can't. I I'm always going to be stuck as this this monster. And then we get the the classic 90 Spider-Man shot of the Vulture as the man spider flying around. And he flies into the moon. Mm. And um, he's, yeah, he's... I, I looked it up because I thought that I looked it up. I was like the scene where Vulture and Norman Osborn were like tussling right before he changes into the man spider for the first time. Uh, I was like, is, is that the same voice actor for both of them? Cause I was really confused as to who was talking. Cause I was like, I was like doing something else whilst the episode was playing. And like, yeah. I was like, wait, who's, who's talking right now? Cause they sound so familiar. So I looked up, um, and it's not the same voice actor, but that's where I was like, oh, the last appearance of the Vulture is this episode. He never comes back in this show. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's him. That's Adrian Toomes done. He is stuck as this man spider now, which, I mean, <laughs> sucks for him, but, like, fuck it you, sucks. Dude. You fuck, yeah. you should, sucks to suck. And so the episode ends, and Peter's like, cool, like, I actually am going to be able to make this, uh, you know, meeting with Mary Jane and her dad, like, I'm not going to let it down. Maybe there is hope for us after all. He starts mm -hmm. to swing to it. Uh, and Mary Jane uh, is waiting for him, and she thinks, like, oh, he's not going to show up. Um, and at which point, a, a man starts walking from the shadows. She thinks it's his dad. He goes to, like, guide her away. And when Peter shows up, he sees them round a corner and chases after them, but they are gone. And that mm -hmm. is the end of season one. Two, the neogenic nightmare uh, of the '90s Spider-Man show. I uh, uh, I don't remember what happens with her dad stuff. I assume mm -hmm. that's not her father, but uh, mm -hmm. whatever happens, I'm I'm very intrigued by that because that seems fucking weird as shit. I'm <laughs> <in>. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is weird, and it and it's tied into Doctor Strange. So that's okay, even, cool. Yeah, so Doctor Strange is in the. Uh, so the next, the next, the next season is called "The Sins of the Father." Is the name of the next season, <clears throat> and the first episode, yeah, deals with with Doctor Strange, and you know, Mary, we we kind of find out what happens with Mary Jane and all, <clears throat> all that jazz. Um, so yeah, what did we think of these episodes? What did you think? I actually liked them a lot. I thought the stuff with Peter going turning old was really interesting. Mm. I, I, kind of wish we maybe had seen a little more of it mm -hmm. agreed but i thought it i thought it was still really interesting to play around with that yep and uh like i, I mentioned the stuff with man spider and vulture is really interesting and cool and the fact that he's now haunted with that and has to live with mm -hmm. that is fucking crazy um and and all that different stuff i, I thought there's a lot of cool stuff and they make good use of the tablet of time stuff even though the shit to get here was really terrible um <laughs> but uh, the two episodes I thought were were pretty solid and uh, good good season finale material and, and 
a little little nice cliffhanger there at the end too. Yeah, I I feel like these episodes are just really messy, and I just especially with this the second the second one with introducing the scorpion, like the lizard makes an appearance, and yeah. So I I, I very yeah I I. I just feel like, hey, maybe introduce Scorpion in episode one. Maybe introduce some of these these themes that get so rushed. And yet, in episode one, the Vulture is mainly just pissing about, <laughs> sucking a bunch of different people's energy. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe we could have condensed that and, th- you know, had the Scorpion stuff happen in the first episode and, you know, give it more time to breathe. But I, I agree, I think, especially after the Tablet of Time episodes, these were strong, but... I wouldn't say that. I, I would say that the like there's a lot of like stronger stuff this season. I feel like this sits like somewhere in the middle for me, um, sure for this season. Um, what did we think of uh, this season as a whole compared to the first season? I think it's a drastic upcrease because I think we talked about it a lot in the first season where any episode could probably be rearranged for the most part. There's There was mm-hmm. a lot of episodes that could have been put in earlier or later and it wouldn't have made too much of a difference. Um, and this season felt like it had to have been uh, very structured, very uh, planned. You know, uh, every episode has its purpose um, for a greater arc. Some tie into others more than others, but it, it's still... Uh, What's the word? Consistent. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's really important. So I'd say it does, does a good job of that. And there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot more stronger episodes than there are weaker episodes. And the weaker episodes still aren't even as bad as, um, for the most part, uh, as season one's weaker episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I think, yeah. I, whilst I think that this season has more misses, because I, I really feel like looking at this lineup of episodes in the first season, the only ones that kind of were whatever for me were like the chameleon introduction and the spider slayer yeah. stuff. But all of the other intros of like Doc Ock and Mysterio and Craven and obviously the Venom stuff we really loved. So I think that this the first season had some really big hits. But this season overall was just more consistent and having that underlying theme of uh, and storyline of spidey suffering from the the neogenic nightmare right mm-hmm. that that really helped to to build momentum and like all of the morbius stuff was really fucking awesome i think and yeah we stumbled a little bit towards the end with the tablet of time we also got the the hydroman stuff this this season which was great and obviously we'll play uh we'll play in into future episodes so um yeah, I, I think season two was 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 an upgrade in some ways, maybe a little bit of a downgrade in others. But I think uh, having it be you know neogenic nightmare being the arc of the of the season was was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Well, next season, next week, we will be talking about the sins of fathers, chapters one, two, and three, um, and. Uh, well, actually, it's chapters one and two, and then chapter two is parts one and two. So uh, we've got some Doctor Strange stuff, and we've got some Doc Ock stuff coming as well. So this is going to be an interesting season. Really weird. We've got some Green Goblin this season as well. Daredevil makes an appearance. Uh, Venom. I those episodes, the Daredevil stuff. Those are good. Uh, Venom's in it. The Spot episode you like a lot is... Uh, yeah. 
yeah, is in this as well. And so, yeah, so this is gonna be it's gonna be a good season, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it's probably one of my favorites. Cool. All right, Cade. Well, until until next time, uh, thank you for joining me. Of course. And for everyone else, have a web swing. Good day. <laughs>